Welcome to the iConnect with Baxter Canada podcast. This is where we connect with healthcare providers from various clinical settings to learn more about how they are leading through innovation, protocol development, and integration of evidence to provide excellent clinical care to their patients. Join the conversation with your hosts from Medical Affairs at Baxter Canada. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the iConnect with Baxter Canada podcast series. My name is Mohamed Al-Sukni. I'm a medical science liaison with the medication delivery team at Baxter Canada, and I will be your host for this episode. Our goal with this podcast is to bring you interesting and relevant topics that impact your day-to-day practice as a clinician. I'm excited to speak with our guest today, Antoinette Duronio, who is the Director of Pharmacy Services at Windsor Regional Hospital. We will be discussing smart pump technology and Windsor Regional Hospital's move to integrating their smart pumps with the EMR system. So thanks for joining us, Antoinette. Oh, no problem. So can you tell our listeners about your role at Windsor Regional Hospital? Sure. I'm currently uh, the Director of Pharmacy at Windsor Regional Hospital, and uh, I oversee six pharmacy departments, so two inpatient, a cancer center, and then three outpatient pharmacies. And how long have you been uh, in your role? Uh, so I've been in my role for the last, I think, four to five years. Um, previous to that, I was the clinical pharmacy manager, uh, which is where I got into, um, uh, started the smart pump project when we implemented the Baxter Sigma pump and was responsible for building the um, drug library for the smart pump. Excellent. And, and that's what we'll be discussing today uh, around smart pumps. Uh, so I wanted to know, how long have you been using your current smart pump fleet? Um, I think we started in 2015, um, I believe, at the one campus. And then um, shortly thereafter, I think it, it, it spanned 2015, 2016 between the two campuses. So it's been, it's been about five years. Okay, excellent. And for our listeners who may not be familiar with smart pumps, can you uh, tell us what makes them different than a traditional pump? So the major difference between um, a regular pump and the smart pump is the drug error reduction software or the safety software. So you can have a set drug library um, that has builds with limits that will alert the clinician if they programmed an unsafe dose, um, an unsafe infusion time, or uh, an unsafe rate increase. So they improve um, patient safety by, of course, the obvious alerting when they are there has been um, a keystroke error or even a knowledge gap in how to infuse the drug in question. But they also help to uncover practices that might not be best practices with respect to drug infusion. And that can be done through, you can discover those through the use of the quality improvement data that you can run off the reports. So for example, when running our quality improvement reports, we noticed a high high number of infusions of pantoprazole, which was um, on one of our IV to PO step-down um, progr- uh, list uh, that the pharmacist should be automatically changing from IV to an oral form. So we then did a chart review and discovered that our pharmacists were not doing that transition when, when it was clinically appropriate, um, So which resulted in a practice change in our department. Okay, so that's really interesting to hear. So you were able to get all this data from uh the, the continuous quality improvement data that you get from the pump. Is that correct? Yes, that's correct. So you can run, um, you can run your top 10 infusions. You can run 
um, drugs that had a lower soft limit or a higher soft limit alert or a hard limit um, alert. You can run all the different like data on all the different types of alerts. But we discovered this um, when pantoprazole was noted to be in the top 10 infusions um, overall that the, the hospital was, the medications that the hospital was running. And you said that you did have some practice change that came about. Can you just let us know what you changed in the practice as a result of this data? Yeah, sure. So we we did uh, we we shared the data with the with the pharmacist at our pharmacist meeting. Um, we did some education re-education on the direct the IV to oral uh, step down directive and and when it's appropriate to to do the step downs and what drugs they can they can do that on. And then uh, we also created from our pharmacy information um, system we would run a daily list of patients on any of those IV to PO step downs. Um, drugs so that the pharmacist had those lists front and center to start their day and could identify, could easily identify patients that uh, required some investigation and a potential step down. So it really sounds to me like you're utilizing the pumps to their full potential as you currently have them. Uh, And my understanding is uh, Windsor Regional Hospital is taking that next big step forward with the use of smart pump technology and they'll be one of the leaders in Canada when it comes to integrating smart pumps with the EMR system. Now, can you just tell us a little bit what smart pump integration looks like to you? Yeah, so um, smart pump integration refers to both auto documentation and auto programming in your ele- electronic medical record. So as a result, when you scan your medication, your pump is auto-populated with the correct uh, drug and infusion time. And once that infusion is complete, or ongoing, it'll document the details on the medication administration record. So this, of course, depends on your electronic medical record compatibility with your pump. So at our organization, we recently implemented Cerner. And so we are currently implementing the auto documentation part um, of the pump integration. So that means for us, uh, when the nurse programs a pump, They'll scan the pump and the patient's armband, and, the, and then it'll populate what was programmed in the pump onto the medication administration record of the EMR. Okay, so, so auto documentation, which is the part of integration that Windsor Regional Hospital will be implementing, um, means that any infusion data programmed on the pump will automatically be populated into the patient's chart. Right. On the other hand, we have auto-programming, which you also spoke about. Uh, It takes it a step further. By populating the data from an infusion ordered in the EMR system, and it automatically programs the pump. So this is achieved by scanning the patient's wristband, the medication label, and the pump barcode into the EMR system. And then the EMR then pushes the infusion data as it's ordered for that patient to the pump. Uh, So the nurse only has to verify the order at this point, so no manual programming is required. And having both the auto-programming along with auto-documentation, you may hear that also referred to as bi-directional integration. So Antoinette, what benefits do you foresee with auto-documentation for your organization? Yeah, so the, the population of the medication administration record will allow, from a pharmacy perspective, to review the rates on continuous infusions so we can adequately determine how many more bags are needed to be made overnight and, and reduces 
It also reduces for the for, for the nursing perspective, um, the amount of documentation that they require as well as improves documentation accuracy. Um, also though, for, for pharmacy and for pharmacists, it'll, it'll provide more timely documentation, which just provides the pharmacist with a more accurate clinical picture. And it'll also save on tech time, not having to call um, the floor to get that uh, infusion information from the nurses, which is always a challenge because they're busy. So it sounds like to me that there's some clear benefits uh, for implementing auto documentation integration for both pharmacy and from a nursing perspective. Yeah, we it, 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 there are there are. Um, we also notice that clinicians at times will run um, non IV fluid medications under IV fluids um, because there's fewer infusion limits. So it, it makes our um, quality improve our continuous quality improvement data inaccurate. So by having this auto documentation, it'll deter the clinicians from running medications under under different under the IV fluids um, because that'll then result in inaccurate chart documentation. So this will this will to give us more accurate uh, quality improvement data. Well, that's interesting. So that's great. So overall, it'll improve accuracy all around in both uh, selecting the right drug and the right data at the right time within the patient's chart. Uh, now, we've talked about some of these benefits. Um, any perceived disadvantages that you may have with uh, the autodoc? So the only thing I can think of is if you have um, a couple pumps set up that you might scan the wrong pump to the wrong patient, it's not going to do that um, check for you. So there, there still has to be, you know, those, those checks by the clinician to make sure they're selecting the right pump and scanning it to the right patient. And, you know, you're, you're likely going to be looking to work towards um, integrating fully so that you have the benefits of auto-programming. And what would you see as the future benefits of auto-programming to Windsor Regional Hospital? Yeah, so auto-programming will actually reduce keystroke errors on the pump. So it's just another layer of safety to prevent um, to prevent incorrect infusion. And it should also alert you if you're trying to infuse the wrong medication on the on the wrong patient because it won't the pumps and the pump in the the EMR entry won't match. Right. That that whole um, triad of scanning the patient, the pump. And then the um, medication will, will prevent that. Yeah, that, that, that absolutely yeah. makes sense. Now, yeah. in your process of getting ready for integration, uh, for auto documentation in particular, what has Windsor Regional Hospital done overall as an organization to get there? Um, so most of it surrounds making sure that the um, drug build in the electronic medical record and the library um, drug library built in the pump match um, the naming convention. Um, it's important <clears throat> to have the drug match the both the EMR and the pump library name. Um, so it serves as an additional visual cue to the clinician that they're connecting the right pump to the to the right patient and the right chart. So we do this um, all by having everything in generic. So our medication packages are in generic, which matches the um, medication, generic medication name in the automated dispensing cabinet, which matches the um, generic name in our medication, 
um, our EMR, and then which matches the generic name on our pump. Um, in addition to that, uh, there was a gateway update that had to occur, um, but the, the bulk of the work was around um, the naming conventions in the drug library and the medication, the EMR. So your recommendation to any organization who is considering uh, going forward with integration would be to focus on, uh, from a pharmacy perspective uh, at the minimum, uh, on the drug library and ensuring it matches with what their EMR system shows. Yeah, so your your order sentences, um, if it contains infusion infusion times and rates need to, and, and the names of the drug need to all match your drug library. Excellent. So Antoinette, thanks for taking the time to talk with me as Windsor, Windsor Regional Hospital prepares to integrate their smart pump fleet. Lots of good learnings here. Oh, great. Thanks for having me. So thanks for listening to today's episode. Don't forget to subscribe so you won't miss our next episode. Please reach out to us by email if you have any questions, comments, or feedback. We look forward to having you back with us next time. Thank you for joining us for the episode of I Connect with Baxter. All of the opinions and experiences expressed in this episode are those of the guest speaker and do not necessarily reflect those of Baxter Canada. If there are other areas of interest you would like to see included on future podcasts, please email those to iconnect.baxter.com.